When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 138 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my favorite singer-songwriter, Willie Saylor. Willie, the Olympics are done, but more importantly, how are you? I'm great. You're great? Yep. Thinking about taking sitar lessons like we talked about. Yeah, we've been talking about that for years. Now Now's your chance. Olympics are done. You've got a lot of time to do that. I don't know where to begin. All I know is I've I've been waiting to do this show for all my life. All your life. All my No, no, no. Life. So the the Olympics are now done. 8 days of pandemonium, really. <laughs> a lot of a lot <laughs> of wrestling. It was awesome. We so our setup, we were just the entire flow wrestling team just sat in a room for 8 straight days and just did wrestling. Balled out. Did balled out. And uh, did watch wrestling together. It was actually really fun, except... It was hilarious, actually. L- yeah. We were a little out of control, and now we're being joined Martin by the Florian. one and only... Come on, grab a seat. Grab a seat. Martin was... Got a seat ready for me. I like this. Yeah, Martin, we're, was we're, in the, Martin was in the war room wrestling, uh, watching wrestling with us throughout the Olympics. Martin, what was your thoughts? Um, exciting stuff. I mean, I have a really epic moment with Helen winning gold here. I mean, to me, that was iconic. Um, that was incredible. Kyle Snyder winning gold, another awesome thing. I thought Jaden, I thought Jaden was going to win gold going into this. Yeah, you know, and I know probably most people didn't. Um, right, seeing him in the semifinals go down, that was pretty painful. And obviously, JB going down, heart wrenching. Probably ruined my Friday. <laughs> uh, that that was no fun, but um, it w- it was incredible. I thought, I mean. It was exciting. A little bit of a disappointment overall, you know, in the total medal count. Yeah. Um, but I saw we, we finished third, right? Yeah. Men's freestyle. Uh, yeah, That's it, pretty good. It's, it's crazy to think, like, it started out like a bummer, and we were so close on a couple occasions, uh, including Frank, including Jaden with a winnable situation, the semis. But when the dust settles, we outscored Russia. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. some way. That, that was unbelievable to me that that was possible and then we have so many I thought the Olympics had so many like what if scenarios you know if Elena um, you know she she gets her bronze she's right there up 3-0 you know Frank's a couple inches from bronze if JB's just JB you know it's like then we could be talking about you know, maybe an all-time performance. You know? I know, right? I mean, but I, I feel like that happens every, every NCAA tournament. After I know. The, uh, you know, you go out, you talk to the coaches, they go, "Man, if only this, this, and this happened." But yeah. you know, that's that, that's wrestling. Um, so I, I feel like there's there's always in whatever, whatever competition you're going to have a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, one thing, um, you know, so there's a couple different things I thought you know were super disappointing from Olympics too, though. Um, yeah. I, you know, I was just I was driving yesterday on my way to P. Terry's, getting some lunch. P. Terry's is a great burger joint, guys. <laughs> Martin goes there, I'm pretty sure, daily. 
<laughs> I know. I gotta. It's I like gotta pull off the P. Terry's. One of a those bit. unique Austin type of things that's just delicious. Yeah. And I was just getting so fired up over the Helen in terms of you know the exposure that I felt like was missed on that. And I, and I saw some of your 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 backlash on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. Willie. That's but always very scary when you see those things. I know. I'm kind of like I'm like okay, where are we going here? <laughs> Sometimes uh, but, I tweet and then like a second later I'm like I hope Martin doesn't see this. Um, but I thought I was but, good on that one. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I think you're. You're right, and I saw your tweet earlier today about you know the exposure NBC. So as you guys know, I, I brought Maisie Lee to the office to watch. Yeah, you know, Martin's, Martin's, Martin's daughter. daughter. You know, and so five, four, five. She turns six here in a couple weeks. So, because um, I just thought it was a really iconic moment. Yeah, it was, and and I believed Helen was going to win. Um, I don't know why, but I thought you know seeing Helen last year at the World Championships that she's going to win gold here in Olympics, and I really I believe that. Um, man, I felt all this potential for storyline right 16 time world champion olympic champion going up against you know this other iconic figure and this american women woman is going for gold the first ever gold ever right and on top of that you know she's like a supermodel in terms of just like here it is it's like this perfect story it's laid out yeah it's it's laid out just in terms of the story and all these things are right um that's what super photo. And I was just like, why is when I watched, I went in and home that night and I had the NBC network on just watching, waiting for that again with their family, trying to see, you know what they were going to do. And when they did that 29 second blurb, I was, I was just shaking my head like, yeah, how can you miss this? Yeah. This is the juice. Mm-hmm. This if you if you can't take something this type of storyline and put it out there. Instead, I was watching diving, or tenth place American was in there. There's two Chinese ladies going for yeah. gold. They like had I was still in Italy in sand, sand volleyball, volleyball. And, and and that's what. It, that's what got me too. Is uh, so me and Christian are like super stoked. Mm. The whole Flow Wrestling team super stoked about Helen. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and then me and Christian, we didn't communicate. Like we didn't talk about if it was mm. going to be on prime time. We just kind of assumed, right? Right. This story is amazing. They're gonna, it's going to be on. And so we're me and Christian are watching prime time. G chatting. Mm. Well, it's going to be on soon. Well, it'll probably be up in a little bit. Well, it's going to be on a little. And then nothing. And we're like, is this really happening? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess what, one thing is is people might say, oh, well, you guys must be happy that NBC's dropping the ball on this. And I say, no. absolutely not. No. This, you know what is beautiful about what we do? When wrestling wins, we win. Yeah. We have, you know, and, and we're just, we're, we're just riding a wave, and if, uh, if if the tide rises, we rise. Yeah. And this is an opportunity. There's so much equity in that moment, and it has all the elements of a great storyline. For that to get dropped, I just, to me, was, um, I don't know, it, it, was, it was painful to see because, you know, we have so much wrapped up in, into this Yeah, sport. maybe, maybe uh, I didn't think about that, too. Is I, I guess some people would say, well, you know, you want to be critical of NBC because you know you cover wrestling better and you want to be critical of their coverage. Well, no, here's the thing. If Helen, I want them to do a good job because if Helen... And Jordan Burroughs and yeah. Kyle yep. Snyder are on the finals in prime time. Yes. More little five-year-olds are going to wrestle. Yes. That's better for yeah. us. How That's many? Better for the how sport. many little girls did we miss out on? Yeah. Because NBC yeah. didn't show that match. Yep. Yeah. Right. And 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 the beautiful thing is, 
It, it, they didn't need to dedicate an hour. Yeah. They could have dedicated six minutes. Yeah, yeah. They could have dedicated 10 minutes to it. They could have come in halfway through the first period. That would have been fine. Like they didn't dedicate, they didn't do any of that. And so to me, that was pretty painful in terms of it. And I just, yeah, it was just, it, th- it, it was bothersome given the resources and, and just the, the, the understanding story, the of the storyline. The story line. was served up on a silver platter. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was like, I was driving home after it happened. And so I, I called my mom. I'm like, hey, you're going to want to watch tonight. Like, it's going to be awesome. Like, my mom loves the Olympics. She watches them. And I, I was like, when it didn't go up, I was like, I'm like embarrassed. I'm like, I, I put, we put this energy into this, into this sport and then we're basically told our sport doesn't matter at all. I'm like, I'm like embarrassed. I told my mom this exciting moment. She yeah. sees that her son's excited about something that the they don't care what about. And I was like, geez, this is like, I was like, mom, it's it's not gonna go up. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It was just, I don't know why. It was the whole. I mean, I, I'd say overall, the whole production of the. NBC Olympics and the execution just seemed a little bit like it was coming back out of 1996. You know, you have, I don't know, just in, in the fact that they weren't resourced to properly identify, hey, this is a great storyline. We need to put this in prime time. And guess what? We can only, we can dedicate 10 minutes and this yeah. would be amazing. Instead of watching, I, I sand I, volleyball. Shit you not. No, sandball. I was watching diving that night. I'm yeah. pretty sure I was watching diving, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Christian. I mean, yeah. that's like, that's, to me, it's just, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, and and nothing the, wrong with diving, but the American was in 10th place. Right. Yeah. The American was in 10th. We were, we, were, we were looking between two two of the Chinese ladies going for gold. I'm just, I don't know. I just. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, again, the story was served up on a silver platter. You you alluded to it earlier, um, it, you know, that Helen's an attractive uh, attractive girl, yeah. right? She's an attractive girl. She's very a- athletic. Uh, which which is not the main point. It's of not the, the main story, point, but, but it just like adds the extra cherry on yeah. top. It's like, here, this is a very photogenic lady, yeah. and she's beautiful. She just won the Olympics. She upset a 16-time Japanese world champion to become America's first ever gold medalist. I'm Could just the story like, be any juicier? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it really calls into question. Who knows? You know, so we know wrestling really yeah. well, right? And now I'm sure there are other sports that, that cover their sports passionately that think because if they miss that, how many other sports they did, the they great did. stories weren't told? Because yeah. it's probably not just wrestling that got hurt. There's probably tons of others except for diving and well, track and field. They well, they I'll, beat us over the head with that. I'll say this though, um, I, I see your point in that they could have if they if they missed this one. What else they What missed? else did they miss? However, I would I don't know this for a fact, but I bet you. There wasn't a more historical moment. How could you get more historic than a woman going for her first fourth Olympic title and an American beating her? Giving for that the Americans first, right? Yeah. Ever first ever, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, what did you think of? Uh, what did you think of some of the outside? The, do you have any opinion on? Um, you know, there was a lot of circus acts in there with with with. I don't know. A, a, Officiating and Mongolian stripping yeah. and and Mommy You take anything away from that, or you know? I think uh, so. I think UWW has made huge strides, right? So, um, but that being said, uh, clearly not far enough, right? I mean, clearly, you know, they have to look in, inward and say, you know, we got we got to figure out a way to even take this to the next level and take several steps beyond what we've done, even though we've we've significantly 
you know, improved. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's hard to argue. I just sent you an article this morning. My brother-in-law tweet, uh, texted me, hey, uh, do you there's bribery or whatever going on in wrestling Olympics? And I'm like, this guy's not a wrestling fan. So he's yeah. just a mainstream guy coming, ac- coming across an article where they see that. And that's got to be painful for UWW. Yeah. And so clearly they got to take things to another level and really figure out how to get rid of that corruption within the sport. Yeah, you know, a couple years ago, I think it was two years ago, the um, the officials, the world uh, officials, FILA officials mm. then at that time, um, FILA officials were under FILA, okay? And they wanted to have separation so that they could run, they weren't under the thumb of UWW or FILA at the time. And so they separated. So those officials are not under UWW anymore. Um, I don't know what you can take from that or not take it from that, but there obviously were pockets of officials that were up to no good. Well, so the officiating, I mean, and you guys were on it like through every single second of the Olympic Games. Um, what, what was, I mean, obviously the, the Franklin Gomez match was wrong. Was there any other, I mean, I'm sure there's other ones, but overall, how would you rate it? You know, just, there's going to be controversial calls the, no matter what. How, right. how would you rate it, Christian? The thing is, it's when you watch, and I think this is what makes it so hard, is when you watch all the matches, the blatant bad ones, they stand out so apparently that it kind of like you almost forget mm-hmm. that probably 85, 90% I thought the everything was fine. was good except for the glaring ones. Yeah. I mean, you know, glaring. They weren't bad. Well, they, how many glaring ones were there, Willie? There was, there, was probab- there was three on freestyle. There was one that was... Unconscionable and Greco. Yeah. Um, hmm. And, and it, yeah. So and it happened rough. to the same guy so, two years in a row. The same guy that got hosed at uh, Vegas last year in Greco. The Yazdani one is unconscionable. There's uh, there's no way that they could have missed that. Um, there's no way they could have missed that upon review. The Gomez thing. And and here's the thing too, Martin. There was it. It wasn't just like there was. Um, a misinterpretation of the right. rules. It wasn't yeah. okay. So, so you go down the checklist of of what could happen in a poorly mm-hmm. officiated incident. It's um, did they misapply the rules? Did they miss of seeing it visually? Um, Here, and that, that they're sometimes acceptable. Like uh, maybe they saw something different. This after there was procedural problems. Like there was people. There was officials getting up. There's video. There's video of. <laughs> There's video of a, an official trying to raise her paddle, and the guy next to her goes, "No, you're gonna hold, you're holding gonna, her hand yeah. down." Holding her hand. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. And the, I, I guess the really painful part is, we could say, "Oh, well, it was mostly good." If you're Franklin Gomez, yeah. like, you don't you don't get next year. Next mm. year is not next year. It's it's another four years away, which makes the drama and the tension all that much more. Mm-hmm. But also. When things like this happen, there is no, yeah. There's no, hey, I, I, you know that 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 just is beyond, you know, painful. What? You know? Yeah, so. and what I thought made it all the more painful is just watching it play out. And I feel like the our entire room knew what was happening right away. Mm-hmm. The initial call, when when the ref looks back, he's like this, this, really unsure of himself. And then when the judge, who had the worst vantage point of all, gets up, runs over there, and is very demonstrative, describing how it should be this, 
and then you see the review and you see you see it all playing out. Yeah, it's like a three minute where you're like, stop it, stop this now. Yeah. You know what's happening. You can fix it right now. And that it you just could tell there was collusion too, because the the mat official at that time, I, I picked up on it right away. The mat official at that time didn't call anything. He looked at the chair mm -hmm. and was and was essentially like, "What are you, what are you going to call? What right. should I call?" You That's know, what I was saying. glaring. Right, yeah. right. So when when you see it at that level, and, and maybe United World Wrestling didn't realize there was there was a corruption issue, and they were explaining away problems before. But now, after you see this, you have to say, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And that's like the first step in like fixing anything is like admitting the problem, right? Like that's the 12-step yeah, call. Yeah, anonymous. And, right, yeah. This is like like corruption <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fix it. We have it. a problem. Yeah. There's a higher power. Well, the, the good thing is, the good thing, though, that in the past, I feel like they would have been like, well, you know, I don't yeah. know. We'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk about it in the back. Yeah. UWW immediately said, deuces, you're yeah. out. Which is, which is... I hate to say, man, we're making progress, you know, because if you're Franklin Gomez, you're Kale Sanderson, you're all the people, you're like, God damn it, like, I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not gonna, you know, take anything away from this. But, you know, being that, from that vantage point, it's like, yeah, at least we, we are exposing this now. And yeah. we're, and, and as UWW saying, right? these guys are out. Like there is at least something to be taken. Where before, I almost felt like it was like, well, well that wasn't a well. You, that's your. They try to explain you're, it away. You're yeah. biased, you know. Yeah. And, and here it's like, no, clearly there's something wrong here. Like we're gonna go out and correct it, which mm -hmm. is, which is good. At least yeah. they're engaged, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was, I guess, a not even a silver lining, but there's something, yeah. something that where a right well, decision I, was made. I felt, I, I felt there was strides made in that. I felt. A little bit more. There was a little bit more transparency. They kicked those guys out right away. And they, the yes, Danny form, call as they, well. They formed a, a yeah. They formed a you know investigation. I mean, Tr Foley often gets uh, often gets criticized um, on Twitter and, and for defending know, message officials. boards. Uh, not just defending, not just defending officials, but he gets criticized for being a company guy. Like, well, you're you know you always defend UWW, you always defend World Wrestling. TR was vocal, yeah, on some things. You know, there was vocally against it. Yeah, so uh, that's good to see. It's refreshing to see. Absolutely. So, you sticking around? Well, I did want to touch base a little bit. You know, we had a big, pretty big announcement they had. Uh, yes, the Olympics. Let's talk about funding. Yeah. Um. So we've raised twenty-one million. I'm ecstatic about our partners. Um. As you guys know. Um, we've taken money from DCM, which is a top-notch Silicon Valley firm mm -hmm. out in the valley um, who's got real expertise in over-the-top um, distribution, which is 100% what we are. And, and that's the direction the market's kind of going, right? Over-the-top services. Yeah, absolutely. Can you I mean, no briefly part. explain, because I didn't know what over-the-top meant until I worked at Flow Wrestling. It, it's basically distributing content in any other way, just uh, dis distributing content digitally, direct not to TV. consumer. Yeah, um, and so you know we have an over-the-top subscription-based, advertising-based uh, sports media model, and uh, and that you know DCM is experts in that, um, and they're on the cutting edge. Um, so really excited about you know them as partners, top-notch. Um, also BDMI um, with connection with strong connections in Europe. BMI is a branch of Bertelsmann Media Company, mm -hmm. which is uh, a big media company out in Europe. And um, 
they are they're based in New York City. BDMI is that fund, and uh, really excited about you know their participation as well. I'm excited about it. It's going to allow us to do a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but we're not done yet. No, well, I mean. No, we're never done, right? <laughs> Mark is never done. He's always he's always on the street. As a matter of fact, you're leaving tomorrow for somewhere, right? Yeah. You're always going. But uh Yeah. What what in your words, what is it gonna allow us to do? Well, we're we're gonna take it I mean, it's always about to get to the next level, right? Yeah. And uh and I was thinking about, you know, how painful wrestling is because you you have this critical culmination point the olympics and either you win or you don't and how drama filled is in business we it, it's still the same principles you got to work hard it's not win-lose scenarios it's win-win scenarios with partnering with people um for the most part and uh but you know you don't you don't have the you know every day you get up even if you made a mistake and on the next day you get a chance to continue to track forward and really be transformative and you know for us my number one goal is to be absolutely transformed sports media and uh, I think by continuing to make progress in wrestling it shows what we can do in other sports and I want to make wrestling when we execute wrestling it's it's top-notch no other sport in the world including football including soccer has what wrestling has and so that's that's my vision, Martin. And then I want to be able to take that to other sports, but I want to like almost first do it with wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm proud of what we're doing, Martin. Um, for those that don't know, Martin's one of Martin's main things uh, is always like God did not ordain football to be the greatest sport, right? It's it's it, football, the business of football, the economy around football is it was made by smart decision makers absolutely i mean football was made through great storytelling um combination with putting an economic model around that storytelling and getting bigger distribution um doing better storytelling um making more money and that creating that virtuous cycle around the sport to become where it is today where every time you turn on sports radio, they're talking, even in the offseason, about trades or different yeah. positioning around football. And so it is, um, it's a part of our daily lives, even if you don't really want it to be. You're going to see it. It's going to, you know, whether it's yeah. ads around town, you're going to see it. It's going to be a part of your daily life somehow. And it's because of the last 20, 30 years of building that media equity in this sport um, year after year and doing it with a disciplined approach. And so I, I, I I know. We know how exciting wrestling is, right? Yeah. We know. We, when you're at the NCAA semifinal round, you know how exciting wrestling is. You know how exciting wrestling is when you're watching a dual meet and you got two teams that 100% believe that they're both going to win, right? So there's they're, they're, it, they're all, all the right components to make wrestling this top-tier sport in America, but it's really about execution. And that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. execute. Well, I, I always think, um, you know, we, we had Flow Wrestling. Kyle Snyder, when he was in high school, was all over Flow Wrestling. Um, but, but some of the older guys and Jaden Cox, some of the older guys with not, you know, Jordan Burroughs wasn't in high school, wasn't on Flow, Flow Wrestling a lot, and he wasn't on in magazines a lot. And and but when I what I think about is we've been telling the stories, and and. The, the exposure that guys like 
Spencer Lee, Dayton Fix, Yanni Dakamahalis, the exposure that these guys have had already, their household names, you know, in four or eight years when they're Olympians, you're going to know their whole history. The way we know, um, I don't know, the way we know LeBron's whole history, the mm-hmm. way we know um, some quarterback, Andrew Luck's whole history, because uh, their stories were told. And even more so, I mean, a lot of these guys, we only start learning the stories when they're in college, maybe. Right. Now, we're, we're knowing them from when they're 14 years old. That's right. And, you know, the, who, I always go back to who's number one when, uh, you know, Dayton's, I don't know, was he old enough to drive a car, but kids are asking him for autographs? That is, that's mean, yeah. That's impactful. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, two other partners I want to bring up that I'm really excited to tell about the wrestling community. Um, it's one is Discovery. So Discovery's DNA is in great storytelling. So we're going to really leverage that. They also happen to be the largest stakeholder in Eurosport, which owns Olympic rights all throughout Europe. So yep. really excited about um, having them on board. And the fourth is WWE, right? Which mm-hmm. um, is you got to respect what WWE has done same from a business standpoint. Same thing, right? Uh, as far as even storytelling, I, marketability. But I would say even more, though, in the sense that they were the pioneers in terms of going over the top. Yeah. Right? They were the ones that says, you know, we're going to break from cable. We see where the future is. And they took a huge hit on the street for doing that. And it's proved successful, right? And so them, you know, taking those leaps and being bold and brave, which is one of our core values here, is be bold and brave. You know, be out in front of it. Lean into it. And uh, they, they do that. Mm-hmm. And they don't just, you know, preach it. They actually do it, especially when it's tough. And so really excited about having all of those partners on board to really help us take us to that next level. We're going to be able to execute for wrestling what wrestling deserves and needs. So, Amen. Yeah. And also, um, what do we get out of it? Like, personally, me and Chris. Yeah. Are you guys, we've been, we've been doing some number crunch today. <laughs> <laughs> so 21 divided by. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we think that we at least we should get, like, a tandem bicycle. Yeah. yeah. Can, we, can we go green? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Martin. Well, thank you, man. Um, it's always good to hear from the guys. All right. Father. Thanks for having me. Appreciate Absolutely. it, guys. Absolutely. See you, Martin. It. Christian. Yo. Big things, brother. Big things. We got a really it's big, big team. It's, it's Martin's a different kind of cat. No, what tips you off? <laughs> it's just it, it's always interesting to hear him talk. Uh, he's I don't know. He sees the world in a different way. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no question about it. Um, why don't we Why don't we go though and, and just um. What do you What do you think? Should we break? Should we, Should we talk each weight in freestyle? We could. Are I, I, I want to get into the juice. You I want to get right. into the to the the scumbags. <laughs> that's always fun for me. Let's talk about All scumbags. Right, let's, let's talk about scumbag CP refs. CP hits the scumbag. Yeah. So, a couple major controversies. There were some bad calls, and then there was like, oh, this guy got paid money to be a criminal <laughs> um, calls. Okay? So, that's that's kind of like the uh, – oh, that's where they fall in the All continuum. Right, where do you start? You start with Eric. Start with Eric because that was like the first one where we were like, oh, this is awful. Uh, he's wrestling against um, – the Serbian, and he's clearly the aggressor the entire match. He gets put down in the first. He gives up the point. Um, then he goes and gets a step out, or he doesn't get the point in the first. Then he goes and earns a step out point, and then very late in um, in the second period, he gets put on the clock again. Oh, can we? I I don't want to interrupt this story, but I 
You just described every Greco match that was wrestled this weekend, or last weekend. Yeah, not all were like that. I mean, well, when they couldn't turn on top, that's what it looked like. But Willie, you tweeted it. Greco, in many ways, is uh, a gut wrench contest. Yeah, I mean that's what it is. Nobody's going to score on their feet. You have a turn. You have a turn on top, or you have a chance on top, and then the other guy has a chance on top, and whoever does that, that's the winner. Yeah. Because no points are scored in your feet. Okay. A but lot of fake points, too. A lot of points that aren't even real. Like, you get points. <laughs> the, they almost put the, the, the correct throw. Correct throw, which, guess what? It's opposite of correct because if it was correct, you would get real points. Yeah, you would have put him on his back. So, why don't, why don't they call it? He got points for incorrect throw. Incor- yeah, they should at least call it the incorrect throw. Because <laughs> yeah. correct throw, I'm going to tell you, it'll look a little different. He might go on his back. So the correct throw and the passive points. I mean, matches we're getting one with the order in which a passivity the, the point Korean, occurs. The Korean, the Korean specifically tries for incorrect throws. He does. He does. That's um, part of his woo plan. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because they'll give me a point for incorrect. They'll give me throw. a point. I'll pick him up. I'll land on my back, and then I'll get two. It's gonna be great. I'll just do it four <laughs> times. Not win the, the Olympics. Uh, actually, he was bronze. But apparently, according to Jesse Thielke, the rules are gonna be changing. No more forced parterre. Going to keep it on the feet for the most part, kind of like how we see junior level Greco uh, or age level Greco in general, right? There's no, um, yeah, there's no force parterre there. So that could really, could now could that shift things back? Obviously, Team USA didn't have the performance they wanted. Um, our parterre defense def- defensive deficiencies. Yeah, we were bad in parterre. Were found out. And now, if you say, okay, no more forced parterre, well, this is where Robbie Smith gave up his points. This is where Ben Provisor gave up his points. If there's no more forced parterre, though, uh, won't every match be 0-0? Well, now you're going to see, no, you see the pendulum shift back towards, okay. Because here's the thing. The rules or the way Greco matches are won are a byproduct of the rules. And people have honed their skill set around, this is how I do it. I get the guy put down, and I'm the best on top. Yeah. Now... That is a less of a valuable skill. Now the skill, the way you win the Olympics and World Championships is you got to be able to score on your feet. So now guys are going to theoretically, hopefully, Lord willing, try to score takedowns on their feet. Try to score throws. And that's where, you know, Robbie Smith scored. That's where we saw Jesse Thielke. You know, um, I'm interested to see Bezik's transition um, to a different rule set because he's one of the Americans that actually is amazing parterre and that's where he makes his money that's why he's the most successful american in the last couple of years you think bisek hangs it up though i don't know i hope <sighs> not i hope not i hope not either but i i don't know i caught that vibe somewhere along the line 27 right maybe a little older than that i'm not sure how old Man, he might be older than that the mustache makes him look so much younger all right hey hit the scummers though scummers all right we talk about this guy mikhail mamishvili this well, dude okay what? Well, I mean, first, uh, are we not? I thought we were going to talk about officials first. All right, fine. Officials in the Aritanian match. Well, he's officially a scumbag. Um, so let's go Franklin Gomez. Um, we, we mentioned that one a little bit. But in case you didn't watch, shame on you. It was really bad. So Gomez hits a double leg, puts him on his back clearly, his opponent, Navruzov of Uzbekistan. And the Matt... Official is like, doesn't know what. He holds up blue, one, two. He's not really sure what he's going to call. And then it's a big thing. And then they end up coming up with um, two for uh, Navruzov, to which 
which is preposterous in every sense of wrestling it, it, rules. It's a standard freaking thing, right? It was standard. I mean, one guy's in on a shot, takes you out of bounds. The, the guy tries to YOLO chest wrap. Yeah. And to which, mind you, Gomez did not even expose on it. No. But even if he had, you have to give him points for putting this guy on his back initially. Yeah. It could, it should have been. It could have gone four for Gomez. It was completely ridiculous. So then, Casey Cunningham, who because Franklin Gomez trains at Nittany Lion Wrestling Club at Penn State, throws the cube as he should. Actually, one stupid stuffed animal. And then they look at this, and this is when you really knew. The fix was in when this review lady kept trying to hold up the two for Franklin and kept trying to hold up the two. And you see the German guy holding her hand down, holding her hand down, holding her hand down, not letting her indicate. And you're seeing all this conversation going on between the chairman and all these people and not letting her make the call that she saw. Unbelievable. And it's like it's playing out before our eyes. I don't know if you can, but I was like, you just have to get before they get off the mat. You can make this right right now. You just have to step in. You have to get other officials. You just have to take all of those guys off the mat for the rest of the match, right? There's 10 seconds or whatever there's left, and you have someone else look at the review. I mean, that's the way you could have fixed it without doing something stupid like re-wrestling the match because that's dumb. That that's dumb. not fair. You could have just see, you saw what was yeah, happening. Have a new crew come in, view the tape, and make the corrections. Wrestle out the final 10 seconds, and that's the result. Yeah, there's, there's there's a room full of not corrupt officials. I mean, it's like we're on one hand, you're praising UWW for getting rid of that crew, which is cool, but at the same time, that helps Franklin Gomez. None, 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 not, not I one tell you, iota. I tell you, an interesting theory that I heard. Um, yeah, interesting theory, and I, I, there's nothing to substantiate this, but uh, connected dots. Somebody connected these dots, and I thought it was interesting. Um, buddy of mine Corby he um, from Illinois he, he texts me he's like listen Bahrain Bahrain had you know they kind of bought Adam Batirov right and he lost to Navruzov right so they need that guy to win so Bahrain his theory was Bahrain paid a lot of money to try to keep Navruzov Get getting through right so and he remember and also too I watched you know throughout the whole Olympics I was sitting with I was sitting with uh, the track team through all their sessions, and I was like, since when did Bahrain have good track athletes? And they're like, oh, they all they bought them all. Yeah. They bought them all for Kenya and this place and that place. And I, They have money, right? Yeah. They have these big oil people. So that was one theory. It, it makes sense. It, you know, that one didn't totally this. I mean, yeah. So that was awful. Yes, Danny. The yes, Danny one it was interesting to me because – one ref got thrown out, but the whole point is we ha you have to have two or three agreements. So, real quick, here's what happened. Rezi Azdani, high single, okay? He gets the rear standing quad pod. He puts the knee on the mat. Clear two, okay? But they don't give the two then. All right, whatever. It was a bang-bang knee hit. Then he kind of sucks him back, and Gazimov is sitting on his butt. His butt touches. His, the back of his leg touches. Okay, there it is. They say no. Throw the cube. Zach Errett, American official, not a scumbag, corrupt cheater, trying to give yes, Danny, and trying to give yes, Danny, and they won't let him. Okay? So while they say they threw out one, clearly it was more than just one because two or three agreed, and then you went through this review process, and still yes, Danny uh, was, it was cheated. It was clear. 
it was as clear as day. I don't look. I'm 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 not the conspiracy theorist that a lot of no. Americans are, but that one was as clear as day. I I don't know how you can come to any conclusion other than somebody was fixing that match. Right, because we always talk about these are what the 50 best officials in the world. These are the best officials in the world. These are the best, 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 best. Like it's shoved down our throat. Well, you can't be the best and not at knowing wrestling rules and not know wrestling rules. Yeah. Okay? Those two have to go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we saw. And it's so sad to see our sport get derailed by crooks and thieves and that the very people we trust the scary, to adjudicate the, the match can't do it. The scary, the scary part, too, is that, like I said, they're their own organization now. Like, even if UWW is completely buttoned up in their regard and they, they want to make things right and, and, and they're good, the, the people that we have in charge of UWW now are good people, it, all, it just takes one scumbag or one group of scumbag officials to screw everything up. And they and that's what they did with Gomez and yes, Danny. And then, now here's the... All right, are you ready to talk about Mommy Shmuley or do we need to go to Stripgate? Right, no, let's go Mommy Shmuley first. All right, so he's the president of the Russian Wrestling Federation and the vice president of United World Wrestling. And this guy is a well-documented criminal. He's the oh, guy yeah. he's the guy a year ago like murder type criminal. He's a guy a year ago that was not allowed into the United States for the world championships. That was a story. Um you know in the 2004 Olympics, he, you know, he threatened someone's life right there in front of everybody. Like you you should be quiet because I can kill you. That an he, official. He, was, he told an official that. An official. So what happened in that instance was um there was a there was a bad call made. And one of the officials that were were not on duty, like they weren't working that match or maybe they were part of the jury or something, he smelled something fishy and he said, I'm going to report this. And Mamishvili said, I should make you aware that this could cost you your life. Yeah. This was an official, I believe, from Sweden. Something like that. Netherlands or something. Um, But that was, that's one tale. There's There's also other stories like, Breaking guys' hands and st- officials now. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, so just just a great guy. Um, now, fast forward to now, these girls. Um, uh, she got bronze, or she lost in the bronze medal match. This Russian wrestler, female wrestler, and they got into an argument, and he punched her in the. He hit her in the face twice, twice, and to which it was not even really denied. Necessarily by him or the Russian, uh, what's he called? The OC? Uh, those, those, yeah. The Ru- a Russian member of the Olympic Committee, a Russian Olympic Committee. Now, I don't know. He was, somebody quoted him. Now, if this quote was accurate or not, um, I don't know. But a, a prominent sports reporter in Russia said that this Russian, I think his name's Tapasheyev, um, said well, these type of things happen. We just have to handle it privately. Handle it privately. You know, punching women in the face. We got yeah. Come on, guys. Not out. Not here in front of everybody. Now, this is after. This is on the heels of Mami Ishvili calling 
the Russian wrestlers that lost in the last second to Icho and I forget the other one. Oh, Vorbieva. Vorbieva lost to the Japanese girl. And he it's like they're nobodies. They're nobody. They couldn't fight with 10 seconds left. I mean, which that's not like morally reprehensible. It's just kind of like a scumbag thing to say. But th- that's just the guy. So my whole point in this is the the international community, here's what they saw. They saw Mongolian coaches get naked. They saw officials get ejected. And they saw the vice president of this organization get accused of punching a woman in the face. It was on everybody wrote about that. Washington Post. Washington Post. Everyone picked that up. So that is what the IOC is seeing. Now, I you can get me start. Don't get me started on the IOC. They're corrupt. They might be like, keep up the good work. You know. This yeah, is, they might be like, we're putting us on primetime next year because yeah, it's a great show. This is great. They might love it because they're as corrupt as anyone. You know, but executive said people like people like miniseries and soap operas. Well, that was NBC. That wasn't IOC. Well, hand in hand. Um, so to legit further legitimize wrestling, this guy has to be removed. From UWW leadership. If Russia wants to keep him, the uh, the Grand Poobah, then that's on them, okay? Mm-hmm. But UWW leadership cannot let him remain. No, we, we've talked about this several times. Yes. We said we like what UWW is doing. We, we love what UWW is yes. doing. We love the direction they're going to. The rules... The rules themselves are almost, in my opinion, almost perfect. Christian thinks the, the rules are going in the right direction. We love everything about it. They're cleaning up. But then they leave this one knucklehead scumbag on the board at vice president. It just doesn't jive. They, they tried to remove themselves. They went so far as to change their organization's name. Right. From FILA to UWW, they went to, they went to that extreme but they won't get rid of Mama Shavila. Now let's hope. Let's hope this was the last draw. Right. You you would think at some point, enough will be enough. They'll get rid of this guy. That someone would have the, um, the strength to do it because I think it it needs done. Our sport deserves it. I mean, there's no denying that you know what Russia probably deserves a seat at that table, right? For what all Russia means to the sport of wrestling. They probably need someone on that board, right? I don't think that's being argued. But it shouldn't be that guy. And can you find an... Uh, is there one man that's not corruptible in Russia? I would think there is. Someone in, in wrestling leadership that can come and, and take that post and, and be a good representative of our sport and for Russia. Yeah. So here's hoping. Um, um, last but not least, male Mongolian strippers happened. That happened. Magic Mongolian Mike. That, that was... That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I don't like. I know that you're saying that other people are saying, "Well, you know, that's what mainstream people mainstream people saw this stuff." And I'll tell you what, I don't care. That was freaking amazing. Well, it wasn't. I w- I just don't remember the last time I laughed that hard. I mean, I was just. I was just. I couldn't stop laughing. We're all the escalation. We're. I mean. I, I, I we should have had one of those those cameras that we had on for uh, Helen. Oh my gosh! Cameras that we had that, for, for Helen. Uh, are when we see it. So you're first of all you're excited because oh my god this rule. Oh he's getting oh he's getting penalized for running away. Oh okay it started with a great scramble that uh, Ganserig scores to take the winning takedown. Then he's running away. Oh he's gonna get hit. Um, but everybody kind of laughed when Ganserig cheered right in the dude's face. And then, 
oh, now they're going to hit him. And it was like a soap opera. And everybody in the war room and watching here at Flow was like, oh, 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 no. <laughs> when he, when he, when he, so they both end up taking their clothes off and they're just so fired up. But really, it comes down to. You just said that. So they both end up taking their clothes off. So, so that happened. Um, and, and millions of jokes. But before that, it's, it's an interesting discussion. Was the right call made? And I know what you think, Willie. Well, I, you know, I, there was a couple um, suspects, not suspects, but a couple personalities, me, you, Foley, Adam Tarapelli, going back and forth on Twitter about the legitimacy of the call. And I went back and watched it, and he really, Ganzerig really starts running at six seconds. So, um, But then they stopped the last two. You know, the last two, it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? So it's really it's such a short amount of time that Ganserick, so he gets hit for fleeing the hold, caution him one. Mm-hmm. He was winning by one. So so on one hand, look, on one hand, they're they're saying that going by the rules, if that instance occurs, if, if, if something like that happens, you are supposed to give an attention first, say, hey, stay in the middle, don't flee. Like, here's a warning, right? And then start wrestling again, which I get, but you can, if there's eight seconds left, you can break that up. Right. You know what I mean? You can essentially mess around for four seconds. Now the guy only has another four seconds. Right. Um, You can game that is what I'm saying. And I just don't like the fact that, I I mean, this, this was six seconds. Let's, let's just say, let's just say two guys go out of bounds. One's winning seven, six. Um, or there's a stoppage. There's 10 seconds left on the clock. Are we just saying that tough cookie, uh, you know? That's – all right, so that's that's my You can't point. win. You can't win a match late. Because um, if it's six, at 5.50 in the match, I'm up by one. Sajalayev couldn't catch me in 10 seconds. If, if So if we're saying you get 10 seconds to run, well, that's where – then our matches really aren't six minutes long. No, no, no. Then you can do it. so. No, not. And what what'll be worse is that if that w- now I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm I'm talking about in generalities here. I'm not talking about Ganserig. Maybe I'm coming around a little bit. Maybe Ganserig. Maybe screwed. that w- maybe maybe that wasn't cool. Um, but in, in general, you can't allow people to run, man. Like it, it, you can't allow people to celebrate. If it's going to be six seconds, then you know two weeks from now it's going to be ten seconds and and and. 14. Then it's going to be 14, and, and the guy's going to engage, then back up, then run. Now there's seven seconds. Okay, here's your attention. Let's get back together. Uh, you know, it's just going to turn into a mess, and it's going to make a mockery of the sport. Every, we, you know, we always say, you come up with a rule, wrestlers will learn how, learn how to game it. So, yeah. so my, what my emotions around that were just so, I mean, this guy thought he won a freaking bronze medal. And and the regret, the emotions that those coaches feel and everything we feel will never measure up to the regret that Gansrig must feel about what he did. You know, wh- why did he so um, vigorously cheer? Why did he so shine a light around the fact that he was not going to wrestle? Why why did he do that? That was just he could have just had his hands low and done exactly what he did. And it would have never happened. But he almost thumbed their nose that there's nothing you can do. I mean, he's Yeah. He's it, like, this. He almost, 
he almost um, incited it. He's almost. It was almost like, hey, ha 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 ha. You can't ha. do anything. It, w- it was like a little kid. Yeah. No 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 boo boo right. Yeah. That's like what. So it's like that was so dumb. Whether it was right or wrong, whether it was right or wrong to hit him, that was so stupid. Yeah. Why are you playing with that? You want to be an Olympic medalist, just be right. Yeah. I'm not saying take a shot. I'm not saying even engage. I'm saying there's no way they're going to hit you for a caution in one if your hands are low. And you can say, what's the difference? The difference is you're taunting a guy. Okay? That's the difference. Whether that's fair, whether that's right, I don't know. Yeah, but, you, you yeah, but you can't run away. You can't run away. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. So while I, I don't really necessarily agree with the caution and fleeing in one, Ganzerig certainly has some culpability. It's, 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 it was on him. Yeah. It wasn't, um, you know, like with Dayton Fix. I was rooting for Ganzerig, by the way. Yeah, you, you love him. You love Mongolian men and women. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're now on the um, Especially after they stripped down. No, I'm a huge oh, fan. Oh, Lord. Uh, but you, you, you take a look at that. You take a look at um, Dayton Fix's match. Are that's you kidding one, me? That's one where he got screwed. Are you right? kidding me? Yeah. Um, you know, the the Russian in that instance was getting to his positions and Dayton was clearing ties, maybe taking one step back and circling back into the middle, but he wasn't evading. Right. He wasn't running away. And, uh, you know, I, I tweeted that there's three tiers of this. There's what Ganzerg did. Um, that's probably level one. Level two is probably Nashon Ramos. Mm-hmm. Staying in stance but evading. Staying in stance but evading. Run away from action, not engaging. And then there's Dayton, who's fighting positions. Is he moving backwards? Yes. But he's fighting positions and moving backwards and recircling in. Um, And they were all called the same thing. Right, right. Crazy. So that was Mongolia. Those are some of the controversies. Let's get to let's get let's get to Team USA. Let's get to their performance a little bit. Um, synthesizing Greco real quick. We're gonna synthesize it. Synthesizer. Um, not not a good day. Two couple days for for USA Greco. Um, you know, Provisor was in his match, but the, gets turned. Robbie was winning, gets turned. Uh, Jesse won his first one and then loses, and then Bisek, you know, didn't didn't quite have it in a. When, you know, really, there was a decent path to Bisa getting to a bronze match if he wins that match. He's in the semi. So, disappointing um, for USA Greco. I don't know what what does this mean for the state of US Greco. I don't know what it means, really, other what than... Were they, what were they? Were they two and six? Two and, f- um, two and four? Andy won one. Ben did not win one. But Jesse won one. I don't know. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't good. good. wasn't good. Women, this we wow we haven't even touched on Adeline. This was insane. She she did not look right in her match either. Um, she's she's up one zero on a shot clock point. Then she gets put on the shot clock in the second. She wisely gets pushed out of bounds to make it one one Adeline. And then yeah, that was a heady that was a heady move. Right? That was heady. And then uh, at the end. She gets stuffed underneath and gets exposed in the as time expires. Yeah, Adeline was maybe one of our biggest favorites to win a medal. Certainly. It just wasn't that. That certainly wasn't. Um, it wasn't Matt savvy, and um, I mean, who am I to be critical? But it, it wasn't good technique 
it was almost when I was watching it, I was like, you had to have been in this situation before. Have you never felt a chest wrap? You know, there's there's three seconds left. Somebody's in front head. What they're gonna try to chest wrap you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. And she, then she she didn't she didn't block off. Yeah, she I, like tried to attack the leg. I don't know. It was odd. It it was so weird to see someone that's a multiple world champion have that moment. And you know, we can speculate why we can speculate why with Jordan what was going on there. But our ch- two champions. Maybe our two biggest favorites didn't look themselves. Yeah. For reasons we don't really know. Um, So, yeah, that was disappointing. But, excuse me, um, Helen saves the day. She looks amazing. She texts Matzone in the semi just all over. That was ugly. And then. That was awesome. Then Helen beats Sayori Yoshida. I don't know why, but I, you know. I don't know. I, th- I, I picked Helen uh, uh, six months ago. I was like, Helen's going to do it. Helen's going to do it. I know Helen's going to do it. And then, I don't know, brackets came out, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if she can do it. Can she do it? I wasn't I wasn't as convicted. And then when it was set, when the finals were set, and you it's Helen great. and Yoshida, I'm like, you know what? She's going to freaking do it. Yeah. And I was, I was pretty calm. Yeah, I, I thought I thought we had a good shot. I did too. I did too. And I've kind of wavered on that. Sometimes I'd be all brash and be like, "Helen, for sure." Like <laughs> yeah. a couple months ago, I just remember telling people like, "She's gonna do it. She's gonna do it." And then I like got a little closer and I got a little, I wussed out a little bit. And I was like, "No, Yoshida." And then I was like, "But after she smoked Matzone, who Yoshida had a close match with later on, I was like, she she can really do it." And she played it. You know, she wrestled a great match, smart match, and in the end, kind of pulled away a little bit in a way very few have done against Sora Yoshida. So she cements her I mean her I career think, can end now and she's she's a I legend. I think forever. Yoshida did much, man. You guys were like Oh you guys yeah, were like, well you, she did a lot. She did more than Helen. I know, but here's the thing, man. Uh and I I don't know. I don't want to sound like a, a prick know it all, but a lot Americans think that getting in on a leg is not doing much. And that's what Yoshida was doing. Oh, Yoshida, well, she was in on four shots. Well, congratulations. You don't get points for being in on the shot. Well, no, wait. You're you're confusing the argument. Your, your point was she didn't do anything. I was like, well, what? What did it he- wasn't? She wasn't very. How did Helen get that that takedown? Counter. Yeah. Okay. She goes slide by to a headlock, and she's swinging a miss, and Helen got two. All right. Well, she wasn't very threatening. Okay. I mean, whatever. She was certainly more active than Helen. Helen made it about scoring off of her activity. That's how she won. Okay. That that's on that's in. You can just say that's uh, true. It's not deniable. It's not like Yoshida was. And, Yoshida, Yoshida was in on legs several times. She couldn't finish on Helen. Helen should only her. one time was even close to finishing. Right. Okay, but that still doesn't mean she wasn't active. It's not like she wasn't trying to finish. Helen has a great whizzer. I don't know. You're, you're on your own Willie Island on that one. It's insane. Um, so that was women. Elena up 3-0, gets bombed. My gosh, she almost she almost plays. Couldn't do it. Haley Aguello, we were freaking out when she scored on Tosaka, but then she, went, do, uh, she went Mike Evans on top with yeah. double legs and got reversed. And yeah, she was in a great position to beat the world champion. And what time was that? 
This is in the second. It was the second period, right? And Haley scores, and I mean, Haley's smart girl. She probably immediately knew, like, you know, ten minutes after the match, she was like, "If I had to do over again, I wouldn't do that." But yeah. Yeah, you know, she was aggressive. She wanted to get a turn, but yep. you just got to understand, probably not coming. Not that way, not against that girl. Um, so, yeah, that was that was Team USA. Of course, only four Greco and four women. And uh, then get to men's freestyle. Uh, starting with 57 in general. You just want to talk in, in generalities Are you going to go over – you're going to go over all the men. Why don't we just, yeah, talk in generalities. And Thursday maybe we'll uh, get into more detail about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we can go a little OT, though, because we haven't even right. hardly talked men's freestyle. Um, do you want to go Team USA right now? Sure. And then and then we'll dive into, like, the more international vibes and et cetera. On Thursday? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, cool. <laughs> just doing a little planning here. Yeah. So, 57, Dan Dennis. Lobdell was, like, prophetic with this one. He was like, uh, yeah, this is the... This is the European Dan Dennis, and sure enough, leg attack, four guts, match over. Um, Dan Dennis loses, and then Duboff makes the semis. Duboff looked darn good. He looked great, and then he loses to Kanchikashvili in the semi, and Dan Dennis' day was done. 65, Frank, man. Frank right there. I mean. I mean, three more seconds. I mean, it can, I, mean I don't even know if you can say three more seconds, but. Darn close to getting a supporting point down and beating the returning world champion. Yeah, and man, it was, it was a very emotional. I mean, just you just you could just kind of see it coming. But that guy took down Frank Chimizo, which one of the toughest guys in yeah, the world. Yeah, to take and down. you can say too, you know, there's a debate, and I was on the side of not challenging that chest wrap. A lot of you, are, I, I can see it either way, but I just know it's a tough decision to make mid match. Oh, no question. No question um, that it's a tough decision. And what do I do in that moment? But you what know, do you do in the moment? So it, here, here's the long and short of it. If you win, if you challenge and you win, you're up four one. If you challenge and you lose, you're down four two. Well, that's if you challenge and it goes absolute worst case. Okay. It, inventing a rule scenario. Yeah. Like that's like I mean. I mean that's like saying, well, they could have just called a touch fall there. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. gonna happen, right? So you could challenge you could challenge and win and go up four two. You could challenge The true worst case scenario was white paddle, same call, and then it's two two Frank's lead. And that was my point. That even if you challenge, you still that's have the not, lead. That's not absolute worst case scenario. Absolute worst case scenario is them saying Chimizo either had to take down or called it two. Um, right. Inventing a rule. You know, then yeah. If we're if they're if we're operating under it's the not, challenge it's assumptions, not vetting a rule, they could have said he exposed. We didn't have the greatest angle. It was it was pretty clear he okay. didn't expose. So I I felt like worst case scenario, I could have seen it white paddled. I would have been sh- surprised, but you know, okay, you've seen worse calls. But I I thought it was a clear two for Frank. Um, so, but what can you do? I mean, Frank had the lead at the time. Don't want to slow down. I'll tell you, you maybe you don't want to slow down. You don't want to take an extra 35, 40 seconds. Let Chimizo. Not that Chimizo's a gasser. He can go forever, but Frank's a pace guy. I, you know, he can go forever, but he really went forever. He was a dynamo in the second period. He Chimizo? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The, his fakes, 
I've, I've never seen Frank bite so hard on so many fakes. Um, it was kind of crazy. So he that, that was, was that, that was a crazy m- might have been the best match of the Olympics. It was awesome. It, it was, was awesome. It was an awesome freaking match. So Frank Molinaro, fifth in the world. What was the other one that was really good? That sixty Asgaroff, that semi Asgaroff Chimizo was amazing. Oh yeah. That was good. That was a really good one. Seventy four. Oh. I don't I don't I'm, know. I'm nauseous. I don't know what to say. Yes, Danny wins. Give me a break. He beats Godoyev because I don't know how they gave two. There, there's a lot of questions I have about, like, what is two now. Mm-hmm. Um, but congrats, Russia. You played yourself on that one. Well, all right. I, I, again, I could talk 15 minutes. I could talk for an hour. The whole next show I could talk about men's freestyle. I don't know how deep we want to get into it. But let's just stick with JB right now. JB, what what do you make of it? I mean, he I, just I don't he, know. he didn't look himself. He didn't get he from start to finish. I could you know when he wrestles Kadoyev, you're like, you know, it's tough. It's it's tough uh, to find that to, to wrestle Kadoyev. He's a Hard. freaking he's he's freaking amazing. Yeah, uh, and and but his it, first match, he didn't look good. No, I thought he looked. I thought that might have been a problem too. That dude made him expend a lot of energy. A lot. I mean, that guy must be an absolute load. He looks Jay, huge, and he was hard to finish on, and he huge. spent so much time. He's huge. Um, also, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Three matches for Jordan Burroughs, zero double leg takedowns. I mean, how? Zero. The The double wasn't there. I, don't, I do not believe, oh, they figured out how to stop his double. You're what took five years? They just now figured something else was going on. Yeah, right. Well, I guess when you don't see a double leg in three matches, you say something's off. But I am not of the. I don't get scared when he doesn't hit doubles because no. I know he can find angles and score in front head and. But he didn't have his re attack either. Get that little ankle shot. But um, no, I, I nothing. Nothing looked right. Nothing about. I mean, dude, I love Bexod. But dude, not on that level. Come on, he ain't beating Burroughs, and he certainly ain't torching him. Right, eleven one. Burroughs beat him nine three a month ago. Something was going on. We may never know, and maybe it was totally psychological. Because all reports are he's healthy. He wasn't sick. This and that. Who who just knows? Maybe he just finally had a bad day. I, Has he ever had a bad day? No, he's never had a bad day. He's never had he's a bad had, day. Never had a bad day. I, yeah. Oh my God. There's so many people. Oh, okay. What's a, what's a, what's a, you know, what's Jordan gonna do? What's a history? What's the future of American '74? Give me a break. Jordan Burroughs is the future. It's one day. One it's day. One day. One tournament, and uh, we might never know what was wrong on that particular day, but uh, he's fine. You know, he had two losses, and that matched his career. Yeah, he losses. doubled his career losses. Uh, in one day. So that, that tells you everything you need to know. If you're selling your Jordan Burroughs stock, just let me know because I'll buy it all. <laughs> How's that sound? Um, 86, Jaden. 86, Jaden. Um, Should have been the Olympic finalist. Yeah. Coulda, woulda, coulda. You know what's interesting, too, is he, he wrestled Yasser and, well, he didn't know he was losing, which is 
amazing and sort of embarrassing. And I don't know what, again, I don't know what to make of it. I, he, you should know. You know, Martin tried to say, Martin tried to say, well, you know, it's not very clear on the scoreboard. Listen, if you wrestled in international tournaments and it's one underlined versus one with nothing under it, that is as glaring as if the scoreboard says 3-1. I, I mean, it's there. It's, it's a symbol. It's, a, it's plain to, as day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not like Jaden is a novice, but not to that degree. I mean, he wrestled in World Cup. He wrestled in Olympic trials. He's won matches by criteria. Like, he knows. I, I don't – I don't know. Maybe – I don't know what it was. He just didn't know. He just didn't know. And to me, it's all the more scary for how, how good he can be. And maybe it's a lesson for him moving forward, you know, widen the gap. Don't let it come down to criteria. Um, it was it was really interesting to me to see him wrestle Yassar and have – And be better. He, he was he was way better. He, I mean, score was 1-1. I guess it's not way better, but <laughs> – uh, He scored a real point. He, and he was in on legs a lot. And his Yassar's hips are great. Were amazing, which gave me pause when he had to wrestle Salas and Repishot because I'm like, it's the same dude almost. I know, freaky. freaky it's the same dude, and and he overcame that. Jaden, look, unbelievable. We're, we're all we're all in on Jaden Cox. We, Jaden, just stay at 86 for the rest of your life. Yep, you'll be fine. I, I we'll be fine. I'm so so excited for him. I mean, he every match with him was an absolute blast. Yeah. Because you know what you're getting with some guys. You know Frank Molinaro's going to pull in the head, try to get to his high crotch. You know what Jordan's going to look for, for the most part. You have no idea what J- Jane. <laughs> I'm not going to say he makes things up because I would imagine he's tried them before, but you just get the feeling he is just so... When he's fluid and really moving laterally and just has his feet moving, he is just like, like no other wrestler... I'll say in the world, he just has such a unique way about him that makes him my one of my favorite guys to watch in the world, any weight, any style. And it's interesting, too, to see these guys develop. They're so young. So young. 21. Yeah. Bronze. Then we go, Kyle Snyder, Kyle Snyder. <laughs> you have Gazimov as a 50-time world medalist. Gazimov is a 50-time world 50 medalist. straight. 50 straight. No, he won like something. Seven out of the last eight world championships slash Olympics, he, he's medaled he's in. Medaled in. Yeah. Can you believe that? I was, I was nervous. I wasn't nervous. Uh, going into the finals. Oh, like, going into the finals. Yeah. Uh, he got this. Cause you. Can you apologize to Kyle Snyder? Yeah, I apologize. No, I don't have to apologize to Kyle. Kyle apologize. Got, Kyle knows he's my guy. You didn't believe in him. I believed in. I believe. No, don't don't miss words. You did not believe in him. Get out of here. You wouldn't even pick him. You didn't believe him. You picked that bum, Boltakayev, when I told you. I told you he was going to win it. And you didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, I told so you, you told me. I told you. I said, Mr. In the Deed. How many times have I heard you say In the Deed? You didn't even watch those matches. I did um, not watch I watched them. live. You didn't even you didn't watch, watch live. I watched all of them. You did not watch I watched live. Them all. Well, you don't know. You don't know. You apologize to him. Sorry, Kyle, for uh, yeah, for not believing he would win the Olympics. You didn't believe it. I didn't believe. Why didn't I believe? For one reason. Because he lost matches. Nope. For one reason. Go on. Baltikai have juice to the gills. That's one freaking 
reason. And well, it's a guy Juicy Gills barely beat him last time. Okay. So he can beat a juiced up. Yes, he can. I always believe. On the record forever, Kyle Snyder. Kyle Snyder. You don't no. You don't get to say Kyle Snyder, Kyle Snyder anymore. Yes, I you, do. Yes, I you did. turned on him. I invented Kyle Snyder. Kyle you Snyder. did. That's when you believe. Because I remember that day, Willie Sailor. You said Kyle Snyder is going to win a world championship today. You said that before he wrestled his first match. Yeah. You knew the magic. And and then you didn't believe. Shame on you. Shame I on you for into, not. I bought into the doping hype. You did. You did. But now I'm back on the side of America. Too late. Too late. That train is, is gone. No Kyle way. Kyle Snyder, comma, Kyle Snyder. Way I to go. Great live, champion. I live on Kyle Snyder. How about his pace? I live on Kyle Snyder's I, back. I, uh, he, he broke Otakadze, right? That broke was, him. Broke I'm, him. I mean, that was unbelievable. He gets arm thrown. I Kyle's like, nah. Dude, I knew, like, I didn't know it was going to be that obvious. But I knew that Kyle's pace was going to be a problem for him in the second period, and then it, and then it wasn't just a problem. It was, it was hilarious. A train wreck. It was yeah. hilarious. It was like this guy can't even move. He got, got a couple of cautions just because he couldn't get back to center. That guy, dude, his pace must be unfreaking real. Like yeah. you just can't. If these guys can't maintain it, it was no. funny that Odakazi like his whole thing early was like standing straight up, which is weird. And then <laughs> it got to the point where he was so tired he actually was in good stance. But then that's when he started. Christian was running around. Christian was running around the office, going, "Don't tell me that pace isn't a problem. Don't tell me that. Oh yeah. Don't tell me that we can't break people." I didn't say that. But I said, "Stop saying conditioning doesn't matter. Stop saying it. Quit believing that lie. That that being able to wrestle for six minutes doesn't matter. It won him a match in the Olympics. And I'm not saying just conditioning, but that component of conditioning plus skill. It does matter. But there's some people think that." That's going to win us. No. Yeah. Awesome wrestling plus being in shape. That guy couldn't wrestle six minutes. Okay? It, it matters some. So don't say it doesn't matter. Okay. Don't, don't be one of those. Turvel, the warrior. What can you say? What a freaking hero. What a man. What a guy. <laughs> I, what? I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm laughing at your facial expressions. What a man. What a hero. He, at bad That's... back, bad back, he does it, dude. I love it. I mean, that I'll never forget that Magomedov match where he's down five. Yeah. It's ugh, later. It's over. Uh, like, you're hurt. You, a healthy Travell, I'm sure you would, but you're not healthy, and yeah. that's it. And then he just he digs deep. He didn't win a medal, but he won my heart. Listen, that dude wrestled in a, in a medal match every time. Every tournament he ever entered as a senior level. Bill Mayo rank him 17th. <laughs> he's in the bronze medal match for a decade. A decade straight, he's he's got he's got the weight top five. It's like yeah, he might crack the the top twenty. So that was Travell. Um, obviously, the, this is it for him. You know, we're, we don't anticipate him wrestling again. We don't have another cycle in him. <laughs> I I don't. This th- is this is one guy we know. Thank you for your service, Travell. Thank you, thank you. Um, now who knows who steps up. A lot of people think probably Nick Wazdowski, the heir apparent, but guys like Don Bradley, Zach Ray, going to be in the mix as well, and probably some guys. We could, we could talk, we could speculate on that all day. Who moves up? Who you know? Yada yada yada. That's for another conversation. But Christian Pyle, it's eleven eleven. Make a wish. Oh, make a wish. Oh, is that is that a thing? Foundation. Is that a thing? You make a wish at eleven eleven. I don't know. 
Because I've never heard that before in my life. I wish. I wish y'all come back on Thursday and listen to us. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it bigger and better than ever. What? Why do you just laugh at me? I say real things and you just laugh. Well, you just you just took a poop on the show. I don't know what that means. Oh, no, I'm just saying. We're going to do it bigger and better. We will. We, we can do better. Could we do better than we did today? We can always do better, Christian. Exactly. That's the mentality that you have to have. That and conditioning. Okay. <laughs> yes. You started to fade last 20. I'm still going strong. <laughs> I can go another hour. Right. I can go another hour. Good. Thank you for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live, and we will see you next time. Deuces.